right, uh, that's Heartworms. May I comply? And I think Heartworms is my favorite band name of the week. But uh, thank you so much for tuning in to Living with Cramwell on WGOTLP Gainesville, 100.1 FM. What else did you hear in the warm-up mix this week, you ask? Let me tell you. Leading things off, you had Syncrane featuring uh, True Osborne, Everything is Everything, and then one from Elephant Stone, History Repeating, pretty apt title for some of the things going on in the news here in America. Uh, but after that, you had Peggy Gow teaming up with the all, one of the all-time best American rock stars, at least of the past, I don't know, 20 years, Lenny Kravitz, and doing some house music, I believe in love again. After that, you had the Guffries, uh, Gruffies with um, Silver Lining Lead Balloons, great song title there. And then right after that, you had Ha Ha with no promises, and uh, again, really appreciate you tuning in this week, uh, listening to WGOT, and in particular to Living with Cramlion. Before we get into our 6th Street News segment, the first thing that happens every week on Living with Cramlion, just a reminder, I always try to give reminders out, we are on Patreon, so you can subscribe, help the station out for $1 or more, maybe you got uh, $3.00. 3 times 12 is 36. That would be a $36 donation. Really, uh, what we're trying to do here at WGOT is just kind of get like a steady um, stream of income coming in so that we can kind of have an idea of uh, whether we can continue to operate or not into the future. So uh, that's Patreon. And also, I rarely mention this at the beginning of the show, I'm online. Search for Caramela Radio Shows. Cramela, C-R-A-M-E-L-A, and then you can listen to uh, uh, past episodes of Living with Cramela or my more like house music mix-oriented uh, Cramela mix show. So there you go. Uh, check that out if you can. So now it's officially time for Six Street News. And I always feel like I need like a whoosh sound effect, so maybe at some point I will uh, invest some time and do that. But... Uh, as we talk about each and every week here on 6th Street, we talk about what, what's the haps, what's going on in and around 6th Street. And this week I couldn't really tell you because I still haven't replaced my bike that was uh, stolen in front of Hogan's. Uh, someone cut my lot and it feels like it happened a long time ago, like in a galaxy far, far away. But I actually think it happened close to like five weeks. So um, soon, though, I'm going to be in the market for a brand new used mountain bike. As long as, uh, long pause, as long as nothing else breaks in my house or no one goes to the hospital or any other like bad, nasty, random surprises. But um. I haven't been, like, out that much, but I do have a couple of short anecdotes about living here uh, around 6th Street, more like in the zone, and in and around uh, 6th Street here in Central Gainesville. So uh, here we go. This should be fun. Anecdote 1. Alright, so there's, like, this uh, new bong shop that opened next to Hogan's. And I don't know what the name of it is. I don't even think it has, like, an actual name. But I will investigate that for you. Um, so, how many bong shops is enough? 
Sounds like that old uh, cliche um, joke. How many people does it take to screw in a light bulb? But um, how many bong shops do we need? And oh wait, you're not allowed to say bong in a bong shop. So I better change that, self-edit. So how many water pipe shops is enough? Because uh, there's been an explosion of uh, bong stores or water pipe stores or whatever you want to call them in Gainesville over the last couple of years. And I'm sure it's probably statewide, but uh, case in point, the bong shop I'm talking about um, that just opened uh, right next to Hogan's from Hogan's on 13th Street to Adam's Ribs. Great barbecue, not an underwriter sponsor, but uh, there are now in that stretch three pretty new bong shops. Actually, one of them's been around for a while, but two really new ones, and then one that's been there for a minute or two. So, um, you know, again, bong shops, water pipe stores, whatever you want to call them. Um, I know that the three of the bong shops are separated by 1,530 feet. And I know this exact number through the power and savior of our Lord, Google Christ. All right, so let's have fun. Let's do some math. Uh, and let's begin by rounding 1,530 to the nearest 100. I'll give you some time to think about that. All right, so if you're rounding... 1,530 to 3 over there in the tens place uh, actually tells us that we're going to round down from 1,530 um, to 1,500. So then you take that 1,500 and divide by 3. Um, you don't need to do that in a calculator. Just take 15 divided by 3. That's right, 5. Then add the two zeros that we dropped from 1,500 add it to the 5, and you go from 1,500 to 500. That's right. Um, so there are bong shops, water pipe shops, whatever, every 500 feet from Adam's Rib um, over to Hogan's on 13th Street. So there's good news. If you're heading, let's say, north, like I do often, um, if you forget you need to stop at the first bong shop, then you can do it just 500 feet later. And if for whatever reason, like maybe something out there is affecting your short-term memory, and you forget to stop again, um, there you go. You That's only 500 more feet. It's perfect. Because the very next bong store is 500 feet away. And then, let's suppose, you're heading north, you missed the first bong store, you went 500 feet to the next bong store, you missed that one, you forgot where you're going, and good luck, because you've got the third bong store. Um, and here's the good news, they're even, like, on the same side of the road. Um, even better news for people visiting each of the uh, bong shops is adjacent to a popular restaurant in Gainesville. Hogan's, Chipotle, 
and Adam's Rib, which, I mean, it makes sense from, like, a managerial sense to put your bong store next to a restaurant. But um, if you travel south, though, if you're not going north, going south, that's the wrong way in Gainesville, if you ask me. Um, but if you're going south on 13th, and then you uh, pass by the third bong store, which is Smoke City. That's got that awesome, cool mural of the alligator sitting next to a pond and smoke coming out of its nostrils. And if you go past that bong shop, then you'll have to wait a full 8,400 feet um, before the next bong stores appear on University Avenue. So again, thank you, Google, for that precise number. And uh, helping, I think, just my opinion, I, I think that that kind of stuff helps make Living with Cramla, the number one math radio show in all of Gainesville, and I'm really proud to wear that crown. So uh, there you go. Time for music. Let's hear one from Omni. This is called Exacto. Wasn't ready. I'll have someone take a picture If you really can't remember My great newfound leather I can't remember it's 
the promise of arrival I'm jumping out the window to be closer to the sky The world and all its magnets is a sucking kind of high I'm floating at the ceiling and I'm only looking down At the maze of all my footprints in the spiral on the ground I never thought I'd say it as fever starts to ebb But Mother Nature's going to kill me at the center of her web It's therapy at 3pm if I can remember
Okay, that's uh, Dylan LeBlanc, Crowd Goes Wild. You've heard it for three weeks now in a row here on Living with Grandma. So, obviously, I'm really enjoying that one. Before that, in the mix, you had Omni with Exacto. Then one from uh, Art Feynman, or Feynman, rather, uh, Therapy at 3 p.m. After that, it was one from uh, Mild Life, Musica. And then last week's closer, MGMT, who are going to have a new album coming out, thankfully. Uh, that's their first single from the album called Mother Nature. And then the first um, of a couple tracks you'll probably hear tonight from Mac DeMarco. And that one's called Peter Pickles. Great uh, song title there. So that's everything you've heard on uh, Living with Grandma thus far. So uh, let's do um, hot topics. And the topic this week is going to be hobbies. So... Do you have a hobby? You probably do. I've had many hobbies over the many years I've been alive. And I think that's probably, at least for me, it's probably partly to do with my status as a only child. Who, you know, if you're an only child, you have to find things to fill out all that really lonesome alone time. And if you have many hobbies like I have, then for sure you've probably given up uh, several hobbies. And uh, I think most of the time, like when I quit hobbies or other people quit hobbies, it's because they most likely don't have enough time or it's too expensive or just simply have outgrown that hobby. Uh, like playing with um, Star Wars toys. Well, I guess a lot of people haven't outgrown that. But anyway... Um, of that list, for me, uh, as far as hobbies I've quit, um, video games would be one that would uh, I quit for time and money. But um, and still, I'm amazed by like the modern video games. I love video games and pinball, especially. So shout out, bragging rights um, here in town. Not an underwriter, but you should be. Uh, anyway, I just. I like video games, I just don't want to spend the necessary amount of time it now takes <laughs> and requires to really ha how to learn uh, how to play this video game and the uh, control system and everything else like in these really big expansive video games. I would actually, I'm kind of like at the point where I just show me a YouTube video of the game, I'll probably enjoy it more watching someone who's good at it. So that's uh, one hobby I gave up. Um, Mostly because of time. Here's one for money. Vinyl. Uh, and, and specifically, I'm talking about vinyl records. I learned how to mix and DJ on vinyl with uh, 1200s, and I would still be doing and DJing it to this day, except for um, every single like vinyl uh, release. Singles we're talking about, not albums. Um, every one of them costs like Minimum $20, $25 when you factor in shipping. So, vinyl, too expensive. So, hello Bandcamp, hello Beatport, hello um, Digital DJing is what I do for Criminal Mix Show, even though it would be a lot better if I had a big stack of vinyl records to do it, but just can't afford it. Um, so there you go. That's one that I lost because of money. Uh, and then, the third hobby I'm going to talk about that I quit is the most painful, like really painful, and I would still love to be doing it today, 
Um, so it's painful both figuratively and also literally. Um, the hobby that I'm talking about is I had to quit playing basketball. And I love playing basketball, and I still would, even at my advanced age. And I played all the time, uh, pick up ball throughout Gainesville, all the different courts. Well, I did that at least until I severely sprained my ankle, and it took a long, long, painful six weeks to even uh, being able to walk normally. And here's the thing. That story, I'm not even talking about the first time that it happened um, because it happened multiple times and the one that actually made me quit basketball was the third um, severe ankle sprain. Same left ankle every single time. And they always say, once you get like your, your first sprain, it becomes easier for it to uh, happen again. Yep, I can... Uh, I can confirm that. So, uh, yeah, that was a really painful end to a uh, hobby. Maybe even, like, more, like, emotionally than the physical pain. But um, I think that now, unfortunately, as far as hobbies go, I think that I'm going to have another really sad end to a hobby like basketball. And it'll be this. And I'm not going to dive too deep because uh, it's not a sports channel. But um, I've been watching... And following Gator football for a while. Uh, basically became a fan when I came here to college. Didn't really care for the Gators before then, but uh, I came here because it was the best school I could get into. And I've been a Gator football fan ever since. And um, like I said, if I never went to UF, probably wouldn't care at all about them. And I've watched pretty much every football game for UF since. And you know, it's... Uh, mostly been fun over the years with some periods of heartache. And I do think that, like, people like myself, you remember the heartbreak, the losses, um, a little bit more vividly than perhaps the wins. And that leads into the last decade of UF football, which has been not much fun at all, and it's almost been all misery sprinkled with a little bit of heartbreak. Heartbreak, rather. <laughs> Um, has UF just hasn't been able to find and employ a championship caliber coach no matter how many millions of dollars they throw at a dude. Um, they haven't had one since Urban Meyer quit the second time uh, a decade ago. And there have been uh, a season in particular, there have been a lot of new Gator football records that have been set. But they're historically bad records for the team. Like last week against LSU, the most yards ever that UF allowed against another team, 701 yards. And not only that, but last week, LSU, Jaden Daniels, it was the first time a quarterback in NCAA history, 100, 100 years plus, has ever passed for over 300 yards and rushed for over 250 yards. So basically, Florida created a brand new category um, because of their, because they have like the worst defense in all of college football. <sighs> and until last week, though, I was hopeful that uh, Billy Napier, he had a chance maybe to turn the, the program around with his uh, great recruiting class heading into year three. 
But I'm not going to break that down, because I'm just going to tell you, I don't have faith anymore. And if he gave me $100 to bet um, whether he would be the coach in five years or not, I'm definitely going to take that $100 and put it on no. So, uh, as far as my hobby goes, I'm not totally divorcing the UF football team. But I do want to make an official announcement here in Living the Cramwell that we are officially separated. Because I can use that four hours a week, uh, watching that football game every week, to make an announcement. I'm going to use that four hours to start my brand new hobbies. I'm going to go from UF football, and I'm going to do meditation and Tai Chi. That's a good trade. And that is topics this week here on Living with Grandma. So let's do what we do best, which is new indie new alternative music and we're going to do one right now from a band called I Dress. This is Separate Waves featuring the Marias.
Ago. Yeah, Trevor Horn uh, with Mark Allman from Soft Cell doing a cover of Love is a Battlefield. And thank you for tuning in to Living with Cramela. Before that, musically, you heard one from Idris, Separate Ways, featuring the Marias. Then it was one from Jose Savage called uh, Pression. Then you heard Adam Miller, Camera. Uh, the next song was one from Ronnie Stone called Riding in the Rain. Very cool. Uh, 80s throwback in that one. Um, right after that, you had Analog Monster with Time 2. And then the second song from Mac DeMarco. Earlier, you had uh, Peter Pickles. And now you have Onion Man, which is clearly part of a food-based EP that he just released. So, again, thank you for tuning in. And now is the time in the show when we like to do television and movie reviews. And it's always cool when you actually get something to share um, that you really like. 
and not very often because you know I have a lot of shows and movies and music and you know whatever things that I like but not too many that I really like or love but um that brings us to The Killer a movie that's now streaming on Netflix uh, how many ways do I love The Killer? Well, I'll try to count the ways in a totally spoiler-free kind of way. Number one, the director. The director of The Killer is David Fincher, who also happened to direct Seven, Social Club, Zodiac, and The Fight Club, among other movies. And if you like Fight Club, then you're probably going to like this, because Fight Club is the movie that The Killer mostly resembles with lots of big old metaphors, <laughs> just like Fight Club, um, about America, basically. And then um, another thing that I love, lead actor, is Michael Fassbender, who's great in everything. Uh, most notably, played Magneto in the best X-Men movies. Uh, and the killer, he's playing a meticulous assassin, completely lacking empathy. Do you have someone in your life like that? I do. Um, and he, it's his own words, too. The fact that he has new empathy. It's part of his mantra that he repeats over and over. Another thing that I really love uh, about the movie is the soundtrack, which is uh, composed from uh, Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor. It's really amazing that Trent Reznor transitioned from such an amazing career um, from it, Nine Inch Nails to being one of the most sought-after um, film composers. What else do I love? Well, there's a bunch of great inside jokes um, to these 70s and 80s sitcoms that I kind of grew up watching in syndication. Won't tell you what they are. You'll have to discover that on your own. But the thing I love the best, uh, or the most, the best part... Uh, the music. I just talked about the soundtrack, but in addition to a great uh, Trent Reznor and Raw soundtrack, there are 11 Smith songs on the soundtrack. Uh, and I googled that to make sure that I counted it right. Um, so let me give you a spoiler-free synopsis before I head out. Besides all the things I love, if, you want, if you're thinking about watching The Killer, uh, the basic idea is you have an assassin in Paris trying to uh, do a hit, misses the target, and craziness ensues. But when I'm talking about crazy, I'm talking in a very slow, dark, and foreboding kind of way. Pretty much like this assassin movie is the opposite of the John Wick assassin movies that have lots of kills, lots of action, move very fast. And I like both, but I like The Killer better. Uh, so anyway, I highly recommend The Killer. Like I said, if you uh, enjoy David Fincher movies, or, here's another caveat, if you like David Fincher or anyone that's ever worked for a corporation, those two groups will like The Killer on Netflix. So thanks for uh, uh, listening to Living with Cramlin, and let's do some uh, new music. Not new music, old music, because I'm actually going to give you three of uh, the Smith songs off of the soundtrack for The Killer. And I would play more, but our LPFM licenses means that we can only play three, I think, every three hours. So I'm going to give you three in a row from the Smiths. And the first one you're going to hear is Well, I Wonder.
And as I climb into an empty bed Oh well, enough said I know it's over, still I cling I don't know where else I can go
right, that is Not Me But Us, Nocturnal Emissions. Before that, you had three songs from The Smiths off of the killer soundtrack, Well, I Wonder, I Know It's Over, and Hand in Glove. Hope you enjoyed that. Three songs are the most in LPFM are supposed to play in a three-hour block, so we might have a brother or sister locally here in Gainesville that does not follow that rule, but as we say, snitches get stitches. Um, and then right after the Smiths uh, block, you had Yeji with uh, Easy Breezy. And that's everything you've heard on the show this week here on Living with Cramela. Um, before I head out, let's talk business. Business item number one, Patreon. We are up and running on Patreon, which is a subscriber service where you can uh, commit starting at $1 a month up to whatever you can afford. And it's really helpful to the station because we have to pay monthly bills. And you can't necessarily rely on a um, Halloween fundraiser to pay the bills in October. Uh, So check that out. Consider subscribing, helping the station out monetarily uh, while you're online. Quick reminder that WGOT is on Facebook. If you're not on Facebook, uh, congrats. It's probably a good thing. But if you are on Facebook, uh, go to our Facebook page. Give us a like. That's pretty much where we put like all the news for the station at this point because our website, WGOT.org, which I'll plug also, is kind of useless at this point. Uh, it's really hard to uh, manage and uh, won't get into too much of that. Uh, also, personally, I'm online. Go to Kramler Radio Shows, type that in, and when you um, do that, you're going to come to both my shows right now, Cramla Mix Show and also uh, this show, Living with Cramla. And you can support or listen to past episodes um, going back many, many months. And lots of enjoyment for you, I suppose. Um, so that is Cramla Radio Shows. And uh, what else? What else? Oh, streaming. Uh, some of you listen to WGOT driving around in your car. As you know, once you get too far from uh, the antenna, signal's not very good. There are lots of options to stream us. Tune in, radio, um, garden, streamer. You just got to check them out. Whichever one works best for your phone, computer, device, whatever you're using. That's a little bit of hit and miss with the system right now. So uh, listen to WGOT anywhere, anytime. As long as you have electricity and an internet connection, I suppose. But uh, let's get out of here. And before I get out of here, the thing we do every week is a closing track. And this week I got a closer from Boy Genius with the song Satanic. They performed this on Saturday Night Live the past week, and it was fantastic. Really cool song. Great group. Um, here's Boy Genius. Satanic. Satanic. 